0: Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. Let me talk to you in this podcast about some of the books that I've been reading and have read this year that I cannot urge strongly enough on you. We all love great reads. We all love books that we immerse ourselves in over days and weeks that just change our lives and occupy our thoughts and that we're talking about for the rest of our lives. I imagine many of us who are readers can think back on our childhood uh, years and and remember books that we read and we just were transported to other worlds and have thought about those moments and those images in our heads many times since. And then maybe the college years for you or your high school years were times when you you know really encountered literature, maybe even something assigned in an English class or history class that just captured you. I hope that you're a reader, and I hope you enjoy reading. But there are some books that I have encountered. Uh, some are recent books. Some are books I want to recommend from that are older, but they relate to some of the uh, periods in our history that we're celebrating and, and remembering these days. And so let me recommend a few. One of the books I cannot urge too strongly, uh, it just it is an amazing book, uh, is the book by my friend Eric Metaxas called Bonhoeffer. Pastor, martyr, prophet, spy. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, as many of you will know, was a Lutheran pastor in Germany during the time of the rise of Hitler. Uh, he had studied in the States, uh, went back during the troubled times in Germany, knew that he would probably get caught up in an opposition, knew that he would uh, might very likely lose his life, um, and he helped uh, a bit with the conspiracy to kill Hitler. Uh, but I'm just giving you the, just the narrowest narrative here. It's, it's an astonishing story. It's beautifully written. And what's great is it's not only an exciting adventure story, it's a great biography of a great man that many people don't know much about. You know, even Christians who have read Bonhoeffer's Cost of Discipleship, a Christian classic, may not know his story beyond just the briefest thumbnail sketch. But, but Bonhoeffer, the book, is not only a great story and an epic, but it's also a theological education. Uh, Rick Warren said not too long ago that the, this book by, by Metaxas on Bonhoeffer is like a graduate course in theology. And I don't want you to get the impression it's dry, dull stuff, but but he's, he tracks the, the history of German liberalism. He talks about the rise of what we might call Nazi theology. He he develops the, the, the thinking and the evolution of Bonhoeffer's thought in addition to writing about the drama of the rise of Nazism and the rise of World War II. It's just magnificent. I mean, right now it's on the ebook list on the New York Times bestseller list. Um, it was. It's already been on the hardback and uh, list. It's coming out in paperback. Eric's in Germany right now as I as I say these words because the book is exploding over there. You can imagine the Germans exploring their own history. And I lived in Germany for a decade or so in my youth, and I can tell you that the Germans don't quickly gravitate to anybody else's comment about their. Or commentary about their uh, their Nazi years uh, and and World War Two, but they seem to love this book. So I, I just I strongly urge it. Obviously, it's available on Kindle and e other kind of ebook. But um, I've got the big old thick hardbound. It's just going to be a a great winter read for you to sit on a rainy afternoon and and read this book, but uh, it's, it's magnificent. And especially for those of you who are in ministry, those of you who are theology students, those of you who study the history of religions, I mean, read this book. But even if you don't, even if you don't have a religion, this is just a great read. The The second book I'm mentioning, though, is one that I suppose if I had to make a choice of which book you ought to read, I'd go with Bonhoeffer. But man, I wish I could urge these two. I wish I could buy these for everybody listening, both of them, and give them to you. Um, It's Unbroken, a World War II story of survival by Lauren Hillenbrand. Now, I'm not just recommending the books of my friends. Uh, Eric Metaxas and I are friends, but I also know Lauren Hillenbrand. She is the brilliant writer who wrote Seabiscuit. And the book about Seabiscuit, which, by the way, first was an article that she wrote for some equine magazine uh, that I'm not familiar with. And then she wrote the amazing book about Seabiscuit. And many of you will know that story from the movie, which was based on the book because the movie was just wonderful. Really one of the best movies I've ever seen. Um the book is magnificent it It goes into the story not just of the horse but what he meant to a to a depression era america and and you know it's astonishing when you think about the fact that seabiscuit got more uh pages more uh print inches in newspapers in his day than either Roosevelt or Hitler, and I believe even the two combined. I mean, that's astonishing that we're talking about the 1930s and a, a horse is getting more press. So Lauren created this entire uh, industry, so to speak, by resurrecting the story of Seabiscuit, which had pretty much been lost other than maybe on one episode of American Experience on PBS. Now she's written this book called Unbroken, and it is essentially the story of Louis Zamperini. Uh, who was a, a very, very well-known runner before World War II? Then uh, enlisted as a flyer, uh, and of course, since since you, I've already told you the the subtitle, a story of survival. You know, he goes through some very difficult things, becomes a POW after being shot down. And that's just the beginning of the story. It is magnificent. It is beautiful. Yes, it has a faith element, but that's not even there for hundreds and hundreds of pages. And of course, Laura's not a. She's not a religious writer. She's not. She didn't write that religious element to uh, to preach in any way. She just. Uh, she just was telling this amazing story of Louis Zamparelli, who, by the way, I'm sorry, Zamparini is the way it should be pronounced. And he's still alive. He's still living and speaking. Um, About his story uh, Now that this book has been written It's a New York Times bestseller It's beautifully done She's a magnificent writer And by the way, it's interesting uh, Laura uh, suffers from some vertigo And so most of her books Are written in bed Uh, She hardly leaves her bed She has a box of cereal sitting next to her Uh, In fact, you can actually Google uh, An article by her In which she describes this weird Disease um, which is largely vertigo, but also mixed in with some other things that she's been beset with for years. And I don't want to thank God that my friend has a disease, but I'm so thankful for the books that she's written uh, while she's been bedridden. Unbelievable, these two books, Seabiscuit and Unbroken. You need to read Unbroken, and then you'll want to read Seabiscuit. And you can see interviews with her on YouTube. And, and of course, American Experience has treated both of these subjects magnificently. Uh, another uh area of reading that that I'm sure many of you will want to do with me um is in the area of the civil war. We're celebrating now the 150th anniversary of the civil war. We're in that sort of period now. And uh uh, the world uh, the civil war of course started in 1861 so you know we're right there at the at the beginning of the commemorations there's going to be a film coming out by Spielberg I believe with Liam Neeson playing Abraham Lincoln that will be wonderful I'm sure there'll be many uh, mini series and documentaries and reenactments so it's a great time to dive into some civil war reading and if you're if you're willing to do it if you're willing to invest you know, I have a tendency to believe that on subjects like this, the, the older books are the best. Uh, I strongly recommend that you read Carl Sandburg's biography of Lincoln. Uh, he won a Pulitzer Prize for the, the the one volume of the two volumes called The War Years. The other volume is called The Prairie Years. Uh, two volumes set, obviously, by Carl Sandburg. Absolute classic. Sandburg, uh, you know, obviously one of our great poets, uh, and this this set is written poetically. It's not the kind of thing you race through. It's not the kind of thing you read just to just to add a book to your list and hit a certain number in the year. It's the kind of thing you revel in. But it will bring the war and Lincoln and Lincoln as an embodiment of the suffering and grief and thought and and uh, and drive and passions of that time. It is magnificent. And of course, it's available in all the uh, you know digital formats, but get yourself a copy. Go to the used bookstore and get yourself a good old-fashioned copy and read this American classic. It's unbelievable. Uh, also, I would recommend if you want to do some other reading on the Civil War, there's a great little paperback volume by Paul Johnson. Uh, Paul Johnson's a British historian I deeply respect. He writes for the Spectator in, uh, in in England, and he has written magnificent books: History of the Jews, History of the United States, History of Christianity. He's written on the arts. Uh, it's just uh, you just have to, you know, go on Amazon and explore his books. He's been very very formative in my life. But they took from his history of uh, Amer- of the American people is what it's called. Um uh, a section on the Civil War, and so now it's just published as Paul Johnson Civil War America eighteen fifty to eighteen seventy It's really wonderful, and since most of us are not going to read big old volumes on the Civil War, um it's really, really wonderful. And if you're a businessman or you're or you're in some world where you speak a lot or 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 you want principles of success from from people in the past. You know Dale Carnegie, the the, the famous uh, you know motivational speaker, the famous businessman, the guy with the you know win friends and influence people kind of uh, kind of vibe to his life. He wrote a book called Lincoln the Unknown. Lincoln the Unknown, not by a technical historian, um, very very popular, very very breezy, easy uh, in its style, but uh, really really wonderful, and I think great for those of you who don't like big, thick, heavy. Uh, Volumes of history. Let me mention three other books that I strongly recommend that are wonderful. Uh, The first is again by Paul Johnson, and it's called Brief Lives. Paul Johnson has been a consultant and a historian in British politics for decades. And, uh, and he's writing about people he's known, people who have influenced him. He's sort of coming to the end of his life. I would have to say he's probably one of the most decisive, but probably from, in terms of historians, uh, maybe the most important historian of conservatism in America and in, and in England, in the, uh, certainly in the latter part of the 20th century. Uh, Paul Johnson, Brief Lives, can't, not, cannot recommend it enough. The subtitle is An Intimate and Very Personal Portrait of the 20th Century. If you, if you read in religion and theology at all, you know the name G.K. Chesterton. He wrote Orthodoxy, one of the great Christian classics. He's brilliant, helpful, uh, made the progression to Roman Catholicism, just writes uh, magnificent stuff that we desperately need. And There's a book out called The Universe According to G.K. Chesterton, A Dictionary of the Mad, Mundane, and Metaphysical. Now, it's not just a dictionary, but that's how they've organized the articles. It's edited by Dale Alquist, and I can't recommend it enough. G.K. Chesterton is an antidote to almost everything that's wrong, uh, certainly in America and absolutely in the American church, and I just think it would be amazing. And then one more, it's it's a bit of a heavy read, but maybe some of you really want to understand the world as it is now, what's going on, what's happening there's, a, there's a, a historian slash economist I really respect. His name is Nial Ferguson, faculty at Harvard. Don't let that scare you. Um, has written brilliantly on history, brilliantly on economics, brilliantly on the, uh, the, the history of ideas. And he has a book out called Civilization, the West and the Rest. And it is just absolutely, I think, almost essential reading for understanding the world as it is uh, here at the start of this millennium. So Those are my recommendations. Dig into some Civil War history. Do not let much longer go by before you read Bonhoeffer and Unbroken, and then see if you can't explore these other books that I've mentioned, these last three. I think your life will be enriched. This Stephen Mansfield podcast was brought to you by the Mansfield Group, Find us at mansfieldgroup.com.